0: Welcome, I'm Sabine from Tower Wisdom, your podcast for soul growth and healing. You are a truly magnificent being and I'm bringing to you knowledge and insight from different healing modalities to help you to be a powerful, light-filled creator of your life. Hello and welcome and today we are going to talk about such a fun topic which is how you can make the energy work for you in regards to your home to your living space and to the location you live in and I'm talking to you about this because if you're listening to my channel I really want to empower you to master energy management and that goes back to mastering your own energetic body with your chakras of your meridians of your aura and really understanding that and how you can work with the energy but then also Working with the energy that comes to you from the stars, from the moon, from the sun and also from the earth. And you can check out my energy forecasts and also uh, subscribe to my Instagram and to my Facebook Tao Wisdom to get updates on the energy that is coming in um, from the earth and from the sky (laughs) and how you can work with this energy. And today we're going to have it about energy surrounding your home, and how you can make your home really work for you to become a place that's nourishing for you, that's protective, a safe place, and that makes you thrive, that makes you successful, that brings abundance to you, whatever you like to manifest in your own home. And now to me, (laughs) this is such a topic that's so close to my heart because uh, I'm a cancer I'm more cancer than anyone can get because I have my sun my moon and my ascendant in cancer so my home is really my castle I love my home I love to work from home I have lots of planets also around um, construction around interior design around these kind of topics regarded to home so I have a lot of secret passions of. <laughs> Looking at um, these sites like Silo and Funda, looking at houses, like I love to look at houses and look at um, their interior design and how, um, how the energy is working in that house and how you can potentially improve it. Now, when it comes to your home, we're going to talk about three or four major topics. The first one is location, the importance and the influence of the energy in the location you are in. The second is around the architecture of all, that partial that you're on. The third one is around energy protection, how you can make sure that your home is a safe place and you're protected there. And the last one is uh, feng shui principles. I'm going to talk a little bit, a couple of principles from feng shui. And feng shui is also a Chinese philosophy around... um, using the energies in your home to create again a balance, to create again a really nurturing environment. (laughs) And before we get into all these topics, a quick update, you can book me now for distant Reiki sessions. It's a beautiful healing session where I'm channeling Reiki energy to you that promotes relaxation, that promotes healing. On a very deep level, and after the session, you can just book the session, you can attend to the session in the comfort of your own home. This is energy, it works over distance. And after the session, we will have a discussion or a conversation more around your health. I will give you a lot of different advice from Chinese medicine philosophy around diet, lifestyle, acupuncture points that you can continue to stimulate, etc. etc. To promote prolonged healing. So you can go on my website Tao Wisdom and you can book a slot or you can contact me at info at tower and just um, uh, see whatever time is um, suiting to you if you have any questions regarding the session. So now let's get into the fun stuff <laughs> of your home, your castle. So first thing I want to talk to you about is The importance of the location you are living in and I think we all you will have felt this intuitively that there are some places that just make you feel so good and you might have been there on holiday it might be the place you're living in or it might be places where you feel well you know somehow here I'm just not in my groove I'm not in my element and just you know this place just doesn't feel right for me and that is for a couple of reasons The first reason is um, regarded to ley lines. So um, to understand this is you need to look at energy or um, um, geometry of energy into a concept that microcosmic is like macrocosmic. So if you look at the energetic body that we are having, we are having thousands and thousands of energetic lines running through our own energetic body and some of them like the meridians they're just more major they're more studied but we have thousands of them and where these lines are crossing there are our chakras these are centers where a lot of lines are crossing so they are centers of energy now that structure that um um yeah that structure also exists on the earth So the earth has, like us, it has an aura, which is its um, atmosphere. The earth also has energetic lines, thousands and dozens of energetic lines, and it has lines crossing each other, and where a lot of positive lines cross, we have um, sacred sites. So you will find a lot of our sacred sites, or I think all of them, are on sort of the chakra centers of earth on where a lot of positive lines are crossing because the energy in that place is just very nurturing it's you are in those places you can easier access your connection to your higher self to divinity you can manifest easier you can heal easier and there's so many stories of people going to these sacred sites and out of a sudden experience profound healings or experience um, like a wake up moment like whoop <laughs> you know and they out of a sudden see their purpose in life or, or something or they get like, these downloads you know so we have these sacred sites where for thousands of years humanity has built um, sacred places on them like temples and later on churches and we even have certain cities aligned because again we have lines running on the surface of the earth energy lines and certain cities, like the streets, are aligned still to these lines, and we have a pilgrimage ways uh, that are aligned. You're walking on these lines, and that's why, that's why it's a pilgrimage. That's why you are on the, in these places, on these um, routes, more or easier connected to divinity. Now, not all of the lines are positive for us or are or are nurturing for us there are some places where there's lines and lines crossing that are um yeah kind of say (laughs) that are that, that are basically they don't have a positive impact on us as humans and we might experience that i don't know places where just a lot of things happen, a lot of accidents or people get uh, sick a lot. And uh, we have that on earth as well. It's just that we have lost a lot of the knowledge about it. Now, when it comes to your home, it is obviously interesting to see if uh, your home is on any of the lines. I mean, if it's on a positive line then anyway, that's amazing, great. If it's on a negative line, um, that can have impact on you, especially health wise. Now I think intuitively you will feel that and it doesn't mean like uh, you have to be at all close to line but I think I would only start to kind of questioning a little bit if you are in your home and you're always sick there but you're never sick somewhere else like the moment you go on holiday and you're not sick. I would start to a little bit think about what is the energy of the place you're actually living in. And then start to investigate a little bit, okay, it might have to do with and we come back later a little bit to the energy of the house itself and maybe some lingering energy of people that have lived there previously. But if all of that is cleared, if you really cleared your house and you created a good atmosphere in the house of all kind of things, uh, but you're still uh, getting sick there a lot, then there's something else happening and then what you can check out a person that I like is uh, Wari Duff and I'm gonna link his website in the show notes he has done a lot of work around uh, the ley lines he have he has mapped I think a lot of ley lines he in the past he used to do also readings for your home place like you could book him and you can get a reading like are you on any of these ley lines or are you not um, I'm not sure if he's still doing that but you can check out his content he also has a book it's super interesting he has a um, a movie out as well where he's talking about especially about the sacred sites and he's talking about how the ley lines are crossing at these sacred sites and how the energy is just so nurturing for us and that it's really beneficial for us to also if we want to bring up on changes in the world to meet at these sacred sites and to meditate there together because Uh, we have a quicker sort of connection to the divine in these sites. Another topic when it comes to uh, your location is astrocartography and in astrocartography your birth chart is mapped against the world map and you can then see on the world map the lines of the planets and when you're close to that line you don't necessarily have to be on a line but when you're close to that line that planet and its attributes has an impact on you and there's two sites you can check out to find out more about this the first one is Astro Click Travel again I'm going to link it and uh, that's a free site and you can just put in your uh, your you know date of birth and all this information and then you get the world map and you can see and then you can see the line and I find it so interesting because it I think intuitively really when you sometimes pick holiday destinations you will see that if you then look up these destinations well there might be some lines close to these destinations that are just really nurturing for you you know there's a lines like where you just experience a lot of pleasure or friendship or just general joy and there's obviously other places you will also feel this where you there might be some places where you say, "Hey, I, I never ever want to go to this place. I, I, don't, I just don't want to be there or I kind of mentioned moving there. And that might be because um, there is some sort of friction happening. <laughs> there are some planets that are just bringing more more, more not necessarily difficult, but more um, challenges, more learning to you that might not be so easy. Now, uh, one person I really like is Wolf McIntyre, and his website is astro-map-links, and you can buy, he has a, small, a paid map, it's not expensive, but then he also really shows the... Um, area of influence of the line because you don't necessarily have to be on the line you can be i think in a radius of 700 kilometers and then it also depends there's different types of lines like what type of line is so his map is quite detailed and he has a lot of free videos on his youtube channel where he's really explaining he's firstly explaining how you can read these maps and then he's also explaining what does it mean to be on a pluto line or on a mars line and and you can use this if you think about relocating or if you're just curious about the influence that you have where you currently live or if you think about holiday destinations i yeah i find it so super interesting and i find it really it really resonates with the places i have lived in because uh, yeah i lived in a couple of different places also traveled a lot and um now i understand also some of the transformations i have gone through in those places because i was sitting on the lines that brought in transformation in certain aspects of my life and it's um yeah it's really fascinating stuff and again uh, in his videos i really like that he's also saying um one line is it might be a uh, a planet, I don't know, like Pluto or Mars, they are quite strong planets and for one person that might be a tricky line to be on but for another person it might not. Like I was living on a Pluto line in the Pacific Northwest and I had a huge transformation into the spiritual world but that was in my chart, also. That was always what I was meant to do in this lifetime so being on a Pluto line was actually very good for me and I think I, I'm ne- never going to be worried to be on the Pluto line, <laughs> again, because this, this is the kind of work I'm doing. So being on the Pluto line is amazing for me. For other people, being on the Pluto line might be very challenging. But again, it really depends on um, who you are, what the kind of work is, what, what is important for you in life, and really also where you're going with your birth chart. Like, What is your um, purpose in this lifetime? And I like that Wolf really explains that also very well. He's also a very spiritual person, really looks also deeper at, in his video, at your birth chart and the very personal, you know, view. Because, of course, if you read the descriptions of the line, like Mars has this and this and this, and, but that's very general. Then you need to make it more personal, look, okay, in what houses do I have Mars, my birth chart, what, what does that mean for me exactly? So that's a fun thing to do when it comes to working with the energy in the location you are in. Next one I want to talk to you about is the overall architecture of the house and um, of the property, the parcel you are on. And for this, what you have to remember, firstly, always, always follow your intuition. You know intuitively what is harmonious and what is not because we all we are built on sacred geometry every cell every even our energetic lines they all match up into sacred geometry that you can find again everywhere in the universe so we know what is balance we know what is harmony and we just have to follow our intuition so when you go and visit houses um, when you want to rent, uh, rent somewhere or move somewhere Just follow your intuition when you see that overall architecture of the house and the parcel itself because what you always have to remember with energy, you want it to flow freely. So you want energy to be able to freely enter your house and exit your house. And um, you kind of want to have a certain amount of privacy, but then of course for the energy also a certain amount of openness. So you need to really look at, is the architecture like, is that somehow, is there some sort of openness? Is there light? Are there windows? You know, can the energy flow here or is it like all very dark and cramped? Is the house maybe cramped in, like now I see this a lot in the modern developments, especially where somehow the houses are really like sometimes cramped into other houses. And I feel, and I look at the house and think, yeah, well, the house itself is beautiful. But the property is just so, I don't know, you know, there's no privacy. There's just, um, there's no free flow of energy because you have all these other houses surrounding you. It just, it just doesn't feel right. And that is where I ask you, really follow your intuition. Follow your intuition. And I find, especially with, um, in the old times, um, when you see the older developments, they really followed a little bit more again these kind of concepts you know there is more of a openness there's privacy now of course everything is maximized to profit <laughs> so nobody's interested anymore in um following some sort of <laughs> balance or yeah when when they come to building you know designing um, a neighborhood so um <laughs> yeah they just uh, um they just cramp in as much as possible and you will feel that in those houses so be aware. The next thing is energy protection. So you can if you like a Cancerian like me <laughs> and you love your home and you want your home to be really your safe place, energy protection is so so vital and so important. And um, especially in these times, because I feel like um, people, (laughs) emotions are running a little bit rampant and people are um, very out of balance. Some people and just uh, you can (laughs) become the victim of someone else's uh, question or whatever that is throwing onto you just because the times are crazy. So it's just good. To protect yourself from what is happening and then also the overall um, collective energy is so so heavy still I mean it's already going on for the last years but it's still so heavy that it's just nice to create um, a monitoring place in your home for yourself now there's a couple of things you can do to protect and influence the energy um, in your home in general first things are crystals you can I mean I'm having all kind of crystals in my home and you can of course also program your crystals to protect you and if you're curious if you like crystals if you're curious about crystals check out my episode on healing with crystals with my friend Catherine who is so so knowledgeable I mean she's just like she knows everything about crystals in that episode we talk also very specifically about some crystals you can use um, specifically for energy protection in your home so I have crystals placed and um, opposite my entrance of the front door and I also have crystals now placed in one of the main windowsill that goes out to the front street and the other day that was so funny like um, there was my my husband was working in the kitchen and he told me, like, one of the neighbors came up with like, a very angry face and, I don't know, was going towards our house to, whatever, complain about something, you know. And then he looked into our window and he turned around and went away and never showed up. And my husband, of course, thing maybe, you know, maybe he's me and I'm like an authoritative, how do you call this, authoritative figure, and he just didn't want to mess with me, which <laughs> I hope that was the case. I credit it to my husband, but I also realized that day, it was just a day after the full moon, and um, I had just taken in my, I had put my crystals outside in my uh, backyard to be clear, uh, cleansed and charged um, under the full moon, and I had taken them back in, and they were all in a basket in that front windowsill, and I have um, coated a couple of my crystals to protect our home and to basically uh, protect us from any of the outside negative energies and they were all lying there and I, I just found it so poignant that the person was looking into that windowsill and then boop just turned around <laughs> and never approached us with his question. um yeah so I uh, I credit this to my husband and to the crystals um <laughs> so much so so much so crystal so that is one thing I'm doing another thing I'm doing is of course setting an intention um, in the home like this is a place that is nurturing where uh, we experience love where we experience harmony as much as possible as you know when you have a family when you have children there's always some sort of friction happening but I mean you can ask for a certain amount of harmony. And I also very often put a bubble. Like I make my aura strong. I make the aura of my house strong. And really imagine this bubble around my house to protect us. And I do this especially if I know, well, there's, I don't know, some sort of big event uh, happening that's going to make a lot of people upset. I'm going to put this bubble around our house and say, look, nothing of this energy is going to enter my home. And another thing that's important in your home is energy clearing. So smudging herbs, or you can also use the crystals to clear energy. But I always clear energy on uh, dates like the solstice or the equinox. So also when um, the seasons are changing, because again, there is a new energy coming in and I want to invite this new energy into my home and allow the old energy to go. But it's also important when you move into a home And when you buy a home, whatever, when someone else has lived there previously, or even just when a house was built because the workers have worked in this house, it is important to clear out that energy because themes and energy can linger and it can impact you. And this also holds true for when you go to hotel rooms or when you go to Airbnbs on holiday. One of the first things you could do is when you enter the place, you could clear it and you can clear it in your mind. You could, for instance, draw figure eights in your mind and just draw them everywhere in the room, especially in the corners. Or you can enter the space and set an intention, I'm clearing this space now. And then again, when you leave, you could do the same. So you clear it for the next person because they might not be as spiritual as you um, and they also should enjoy, you know, their holiday without anything lingering from other people. You know, from, I don't know, whatever was going on with those other people. So again, for your home, energy protection crystals, intention putting a bubble around your home and energy clearing. Now, the last topic I wanted to talk to you about is a couple of um, ideas from Feng Shui. Now Feng Shui is this Chinese philosophy around creating a balance in your home, using um, the um, accessories um, in your home, using colors, using how you place furniture, etc. So using some sort of concepts, how you create in your home prosperity, how you create peace, how you create health, um, etc. And I really want to bring on a feng shui expert one day to talk really in detail about this. I find it so fascinating. My homes um, in the last years have always been um, designed after Feng Shui because I just you know I love houses and homes so much I've read all kind of books on this topic and spend hours <laughs> on uh, how you can design this now and I tell you you can have a very stylish home and nobody will see that you're into Feng Shui it doesn't have to be tacky I once lived in an apartment and they had seriously painted the walls all walls of all rooms in the colors according to that area in Feng Shui and it was a total overkill it was really just too much <laughs> to have like an orange kitchen you know and it, what is orange kitchen and queen, uh, queen this and flew there it, it was just an overkill so no how I'm working with this I'm working very subtle so I'm working with accessories like cushions, like mirrors, like um, how many candle holders I for instance place. I work more with the awareness of what each area stands for. So in Feng Shui, you divide your home into different areas and it's called Bagoa. And then you have areas that are just um, very nurturing and the home actually divides like it's based on the directions in the sky so it automatically you look at your front door and then you look at okay what direction is that and then based on the direction you basically put this bagua on your home and then you see okay here in my kitchen i actually have the area of wealth for instance or here in my um, living room i have the area of uh, work and career or whatever and then within that area you can work to really activate that area and especially if you're working from home. It is really, really helpful and really made a difference in in people's lives, how much money they are making, how happy they are in their job if they activated that area in their house and if they designed their office in a certain way. So now let's talk about some of the main concepts. The first concept is light and that also goes for uh, your overall architecture of your house light it is super important for us we are very very dependent on the sun we are getting just so much of our life force energy from the sun and in years it is super interesting when you also maybe more interested in the import uh, the impact of the sun on the pan- on pandemics and things like that. So in certain uh, years where we don't get as much sunrise or the sun isn't as strong, you will also see that historically we had there were more health issues on the planet, there were more pandemics and all these things. So everything is connected. So we have yes, we are very much dependent on sunlight. So working with light is really important in your home. And you can do this in multiple ways. You can either do this really by uh, making sure you have a lot of windows. There's a lot of light coming in. You can make this with a lot of light sources in the home. So it's always good to have in a room a lot of different light sources. I love that in the US. It also makes it so cozy. If you have all these kind of table uh, table lamps and standing lamps and ceiling lamps and all these things to just bring in light, bring in light into your home and really activate that area with different lights and really also make it cozy in your home. Lights can really make it very cozy. So lights is one thing. Another thing is mirrors. So again, that goes on, um, goes together with the idea of light. So mirrors basically just reflect the light and bring in more light into an area and you so mirrors are something very good and i had this um, there's this idea in feng shui that you can have a mirror um opposite of your dining table so it's basically just mirroring what is on your dining table and that is really good for prosperity for just because on your dining table right you come you bring all the food this is really your valve in in your life you sit there with your family you have a good family time and if you have a mirror there it is mirroring that and it's bringing more of that into your life and I had this mirror uh, opposite the dining table in the US and it was so true that was like for us really <laughs> like uh, valve wise um, family wise it was such a good time we got so so much back so This is one of the great mirror tips I like. There's um, two things you need to be careful about when you're placing mirrors. First one is mirrors in the hallway. So you need to be careful that you don't place a mirror across your front door. Because what it does is, it's basically you open the front door, energy is coming in, and if there's a mirror opposite it, it's throwing the energy back out, and you don't want that. So we all have, I mean usually mirrors in our hallway because you want to look at ourselves before we leave the house. But just make sure it's not opposite the front door because you want energy to enter. You don't want to throw it out. The other mirror you need to be careful about is in your bedroom and it has to do with sleep. Now, if you have mirrors in your bedroom and you're sleeping sound and perfect, no issue. <laughs> that is again, this is of all the rules, right? It needs to apply to you personally. Right, only because someone found that it works for a lot of people, doesn't mean it's gonna work for you. No, you know, if you think, well, you know, I live so perfectly in this house that's all dark, doesn't have much life. I have light. I don't have many health issues. My life is perfect. I have a lot of um, joy and prosperity in my life. Yeah, fine. You know, then then that works for you. But the thing is, if you are not sleeping well, um, if you have a lot of well, dreams actually, I wouldn't actually say has to do, but if you're not sleeping well and you have a mirror across your bed, I would look at the, into that. Because generally mirrors across the bed is regarded in Feng Shui as not a good idea. And you don't necessarily have to put the mirror away, but you can just place at night something um, on top of the mirror. So it's just not... Yeah, it is not basically reflecting energy back and forth of night because the idea is at night you really want to be um calm unbordered you don't want to have something that's reflecting you know back and forth energy to you but this is the only like across the front door and across your or like mirroring your bed that's the only two things Two mirror ideas you need to be careful about. The rest is all have fun with mirrors, really bring a lot of light into your home. Um, yes, another idea is um, clutter. And again, clutter is a reflection of our outside, like how we live, how our home is often a reflection also of the inside. And if you, and this can work vice versa for you. So if you wanna bring more peace into your internal world, it can help to declutter your home. And vice versa, if you declutter your home, you can experience more peace into in your internal world. And clutter is really something where energy just gets trapped. And you don't want energy to be trapped. As I said again, always think about that energy needs to flow freely. In your home, it needs to be able to go up and go in all rooms and go around. So clutter is really disturbing that kind of concept of free flowing energy. And then again, it's a lot of the ideas of feng shui are about activating a certain area in your home. So activating your family area, activating your Career um, area activating your uh, valve area, and again, that you can do. And you can read about this once you like put like your bagua onto your house or your apartment. Then you can read about okay, how can I activate these areas? And I, as I said, you can make this very subtle, right? You can look with colors like just the um color of cushions or you can maybe paint the wall but again make it subtle or um, choose certain images that you can put on the wall certain pictures can be all kind of subtle ways how you activate these areas and another thing that is really good to pay attention to in Feng Shui is water so uh, water of course is very nurturing in many ways so having some sort of water like a fountain or something around your home is very nurturing on the other hand though you need like your bathroom Uh, you need to pay really attention how you design your bathroom because this is an area where energy is leaking because of the water that's going out of your house so there are certain colors that are um, not ideal for bathrooms and it's interesting that some of the modern designs like plaque for instance because plaque is the same element plaque uh, is, um, is black is associated with the water element in Chinese philosophy so it's just um, making it even stronger this idea of um, water or energy leaving your home so plaque in the bathroom is not an ideal choice but a lot of the modern designs have that plug and bathroom plug and kitchen etc but uh, because these are trends right but these are not necessarily trends that come from harmony or come from because we don't ever really think about um these concepts, I mean, we have actually, we have all this knowledge on Earth, how we can work with energy and how we can use energy to our benefit and to our favor. But a lot of that knowledge is very much in niche and small corners. It's not mainstream. Um, it's not really advertised, promoted. So we're having all these trends that go against the these kind of fundamental, simple concepts. And just, yeah, if you're curious about this, read about it. (laughs) And then maybe reconsider how much black you're going to have in your bathroom. I also have, yeah, I also have some black in one of our toilets, but then I countered it. And that's exactly what you can do, right? I counterbalanced it with the colors that I selected for... Um, the towels I have hanging there with the colors and the paintings I selected there. So you can just, you can always, and that's the thing, right? Nothing is ever really good or bad. You can always uh, counterbalances, and that is the idea of Feng Shui, to bring a balance into your home. Now, again, to sum it up, first thing we talked about is Location. So you can check out astro cartography, you can check out ley lines. Just simply learn more about uh, the influence of energy of the, of the planets onto the location you're living in. Second is, again, as I said, architecture. Follow your intuition. Always remember energy needs to flow freely. You need to have the idea that in that place you are in, the energy is flowing. <laughs> Second, a third one was energy protection so working with crystals, uh, working with bubble, working with your intention, clearing energy and then also you can check out biogeometry signatures from Ibrahim Karim and they have developed signatures so um, little different products that include diagrams that help balance the subtle energy of your own body organs but then also the subtle energy in your home they harmonize the energy that's coming from electro smog so from your electric lines from your telephones from your wi-fi etc they harmonize that but they also they include um, certain sacred geometry symbols into these small it's like very small devices or um, yeah it's like metal plates and things like that That basically again harmonize the energy that is around you so I'm going to link that as well because it's it's very interesting things they have because again as I said everything is built on sacred geometry so if we put that into architecture again and they have actually done a couple of architecture projects where they've put sacred geometry in architecture to just help us to help the place to be really nurturing and harmonious for people and just really positive and then the last thing you can check out is Feng Shui huge topic a lot of fun <laughs> and you can really look at how you activate certain themes in your house and before actually yeah before we close there was one more thing I wanted to mention is to have an area for your ancestors in your home so if you're a spiritual person you might have an altar where you have your crystals or other things and on that altar you can have something from your ancestors now I don't have an altar but I have a place in my home and it's again it's related to the Bagua area that's related to ancestor work from Feng Shui where I have pictures of both my husband and my family and the places we are from because why I'm saying this is your ancestors and their energy is always always with you and yes you are a soul you're coming from the stars you have a soul family you have soul contacts with people but you are born here on earth you're born into a family you're born into a line into a bloodline of people and this bloodline has a tremendous impact on you and it is just, and when I speak with my spirit guides, um, with my higher self, I always feel my ancestors are there as well. They're sometimes more in the background. Um, but they are there. They are impacting me and they're impacting all of us. And you can just also really use that energy. You can A, honor them, but on the same time, you can just use that energy that's being given to you Because you selected, we all selected to come into a certain family with the themes within that family. And we can really use that energy, the gifts that this family has for us. Of course, that doesn't mean you should hang up the pictures of (laughs) your um, relatives that you absolutely don't like that uh, created a hardship for you. No, no, no. Select the ones that were nurturing, the ones that gave you a lot of love. And again, when you've been a grown-up on a lot of different places and you don't really know what of these places is really home, you can select a picture of the place that felt most home, that felt most nourishing. Because again, it's about um, the impact of the place. The place has an impact on us. And um that impact that positive impact we can bring into our lives so it's again it's about activating the positive side of it so please by no means <laughs> hang up your uh, people that you don't like no hang up the ones uh remember the ones that you really like that uh they just so uh n- nice to you and we I think we all have somebody or we have some place that was really nurturing in our upbringing that we can remember fondly and from which we can really um, gain strength and gain energy. Yes, (laughs) so I think that is everything I wanted to say. This is honoring your ancestors in some sort of way in your home. Because they are here, they are guiding you, they are um, always looking over your shoulder like i see my ancestors like my spirit guides is so some so interesting i see them in front of me when i ask call them i see my spirit guides they are in front of me they are bringing me kind of the way i'm going to the future my ancestors i always see behind me like they are looking over my shoulder to make sure i'm okay i'm i have something to fall back on almost like you know i i'm i'm supported from the back, like my spirits guys, they're bringing me forward. They're bringing me into where I'm supposed to be in this lifetime. And my ancestors, they are at the back. They're the roots. They're supporting me. They're showing me the way from where I'm coming. And so, yeah, it, and yeah, therefore it's, it's good to honor and activate that part of that part of you. Now, I hope you enjoyed this episode (laughs) as much as me. And um, I hope you have fun really uh, looking again at your house, at your home with different and new eyes, looking at where you can optimize, (laughs) where you can make the energy work for you in your home, where you can create a sacred, uh, nurturing, uh, safe space for yourself. Now, thanks so much for listening and see you soon. Bye. If you would like to learn more, sign up to my Facebook or Instagram account and check out my services on taowisdom.info.